0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Redman News. I am Ross Challey, joined today by Errol Smith. We're here to talk to you through the latest Liverpool news and rumors. Uh, before we get into that, this is brought to you in association with the lovely people at Beer 52. And as a Redmen News viewer, subscriber, listener, however you consume in this, uh, you can get a big box of beer It comes in a box like this uh, you also get so you get eight beers you get a snack you get um, a magazine i can't show you the snack because i've eaten it um and you also get a selection of eight different beers uh, this one is currently empty but that was a lovely ipa session which is 3.8 percent um that one is very cold on my face because uh, i was ready to have that one yesterday i forgot and i've got i'm down to five now because i've had this box for two months errol i think i've done quite well and i've, no, I've only had, I've had three, three, uh, had three beers, but i keep i keep saying to people experiment, you know, expand your taste buds and try different ones. Yes, I'm sat here and I've, I've not started on a stout yet. So yeah. if you're into your stouts, you're into your IPAs, into different selections of beers, go and check them out. Go to www.beer52.com um, forward slash Redmen. Um, they are the leaders in... Um, in hop houses and beers i've forgotten the blurb tom, tom's laughing at me craft uh, beers, craft beers craft beers is the word i looking for they are uh, the world's most popular craft beer. discovery club there you go that's what i was looking for i probably should have practiced that before i said it um but i was yeah whatever um tom will put the link in the description and in the chat if you watch this on facebook head over to youtube and check that out uh but of course Errol. Here's some news, um, and the big yep. story from over the weekend, uh, which came out to, and has developed pretty quickly, um, is the news that Lovran could leave Liverpool Football Club this summer. Uh, Paul Drew, a man of very few words, tweeted at Zenit St. Petersburg, interesting in signing Liverpool's Dejan Loveren. Uh, he then updated that this morning, um, which is gone, so we need to find that. Uh, basically Liverpool have an additional year uh, option on Dejan Lovren's contract which means he will effectively target to the club until the summer of 2022. That will affect his price tag as interest in clubs such as St. Petersburg um, will lead to be uh, a year left on his deal. So just initially, what are your, what are your thoughts on that deal um, and, and letting Lovren go? We spoke about it on, on one of the shows last week about leaving the short in the sense of uh, position, but also if they're going to put his price up which I'll come on to in a second, The present in his value, so they could like you know, with people desperate for, for for a half decent centre half, should we say, and Liverpool can get more money for him. It's actually pretty shrewd business, isn't it?
2: I, I think so. I think that's the kind of the direction that it looks like the club are going with this one. Um, in terms of Lovren, as you say, plus the requirements. Probably if you're looking at like the the next part of this whole project and this squad of players, you probably are going to look to try and integrate another, hopefully, world-class ceiling, at least, uh, centre-back in this fold. So I think the likes of Lovren would probably have to make way in the next 12 months anyway. But as you say, protecting that asset as he is at the moment for us and making sure that we can still recoup some value for him, that'll enable us to uh, kind of put our money where our mouth is when we want to go and replace him, so to speak
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it to the people at home just, what would your perfect situation be? would you we try and promote from youth? you've got Keanu Hoover, you've got Nat Phillips, would you try and go for someone like a Ben White, would you look at someone in a relegation like a Tyrone Mings or Nathan Aki, I know, I know you got injured yesterday but, you know, what would your ideal situation be for Liverpool to get a fourth choice center off or someone to compete like Errol says you know between third and, and second choice as well. Um and just before we move on Errol, what what do you think the overriding thoughts of Love will be when he eventually leaves Liverpool Football Club? Because there's obviously a lot of frustration now and people don't want to see him on a team sheet. And I saw the tweets yesterday people going like I'll fly him over myself or like I'll pay the i pay the you know the, the, the cab fare to, to St. Petersburg which would be a lot of money by the way. Um, but I reckon once once he left, like because he's not part of the team and and I mean it's in, in the nice possible way because of what you've just basically just said, of like, you know, we've moved on in the past couple of years since Dejan Love, and I think, you know, we'll yeah. be we fond of Like, yeah, thanks to the memories. You know, if it, if it, if it wasn't for him messing up that header against Tottenham, we wouldn't have got on a massive, massive winning streak. Um, Absolutely. Do you know what I think? We, 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 I know it seems like we're stretching, but
2: I don't, I think. Football fans are so reactionary these days And like everything's Like in the moment And you kind of forget That this player's Obviously been with us For a good couple of seasons Now he's been on A real journey Of highs and lows But ultimately Where we are as a club And him being part of that He's on a high with us now He said it the other day He's been You know A World Cup finalist He's been a Champions League Finalist He's been a Europa League Finalist He's been a Champions League Winner He's been It's from He backs there, himself as well Doesn't he He backs himself And I think That's the biggest thing We, We you know We can criticise a lot of footballers that have got bags and bags and bags of talent, but they've got no confidence and you're just frustrated because they are a confidence player. And then you've got the likes of Dejan Lovren that, yeah, he is probably a little bit too overconfident, but you need that because he is always going to try and leave it all on the pitch for you as a player. And as I said, you know, he still brought some highlights to Liverpool fans' memories, even in the short time or in the short space of time that we've had in the last couple of seasons. And I think from that perspective, especially now, if you know, if we were still wallowing around in fifths and sixths, yeah, fair enough. Give him the stick because we're still leaking goals, clearly left, right and centre, and something's not working. But the fact that he's still been assimilated in this squad and he's been part of a Premier League winning squad now, I'm happy to just say, go on, past new lad. You're an unsung yeah. hero. You, you was there when it wasn't the glamorous... Let's be, let's... Virgil van Dijk and Joe Gomez have made the centre-backs look sexy again. Do you get me? They've brought that swagger back. Like, <laughs> <last week>, <laughs> no, nah, no, no, no analogies. But <laughs> they have. They've made it look cool. They've made kids want to be like. I want to be like a Virgil. No one wanted to be a Dexy. Let's have it yeah. straight. Do you know what I mean? But he was there through the tough times. So it's, in my opinion, you know, you've got to go through some shit if you if you want to ever achieve something with yourself. And he's he's kind of testament. He's kind of. In that same sort of bane as Henderson, but again, Henderson's slightly different as well, obviously because of everything that he's had to put up with. But I, I I just think good luck to him. If he goes on, I think give it another two seasons. If he's still playing, you'll see Liverpool fans. He'll score a goal against someone in Europe, and Liverpool fans will be going nuts all over Twitter for him, like they do with Lucas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The, um, the other thing is, well, it's not just a question of his surplus the requirements. It's actually what he wants. I think he came out with it in two, six months ago. Dejan and his interviews, I, I won't miss that either. Every time he does an in interview, it's his fault. Liverpool are immediately going to lose when he talks before a game. Um, but, you know, he, you know, like you said, you know, he's one of those stuff. He's been a World Cup finalist. He, you know, he, he backs himself. And, and according to, um, this is Anfield, I've done some research for us and says, um, thanks to Gazprom, certainly Petersburg people can afford um, to basically buy him. And that's why they, they've got money. Whereas, you know, the market's competitive. Since they all tweeted a couple of times saying, you know, as much as we don't like him, and you just made that comparison to Gomez and, and Van Dijk. If you look through the league, you know, David at Liverpool and uh, Arsenal have got David Luiz as the first choice centre half. I'm not saying like Dayselovren is is the best, but you got a question of like, you know, for four choice, there's levels to it. Do exactly you know what I mean? besides the baggies, like he's he's not that bad. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on that in the comments below. Uh, we're going to move on. The uh, Liverpool captain says Harvey Elliott is on a very different stage with his development to Curtis Jones and has won the lottery. Uh, he was doing a, an interview with the club's official website. Um, he said, not long after Curtis Renewal came Harvey Elliott signing. his the first pro deal with the club. Again, all the boys were buzzing when that was announced. Um he says, we've seen Harvey grow as a player and as a person during the campaign, but most of all, is there's still so much more room for development. This, this is always the case with any footballers in this view, but I was going to say it anyway. Uh, he says, we will not meet a nicer, more grounded lad than Harvey Elliott off the pitch. Uh, but he goes on to talk about the likes of having James Milner adam lana in the you know behind the scenes who harvey ellie can learn from that so he's not just on the pitch that he's are developing we know we've seen the stuff that you kind of did with the harry kane tweet or video whatever but that wasn't and some other bits that you shouldn't shouldn't have been doing but if you're a young kid and you're seeing the likes of you know uh, particularly forward and you're learning off most salad side of your money of what you should be doing on the pitch and you know positional the tactical stuff and then you've got the likes of James Milner, mature, experienced, you know footballer yeah, and a lot of professionals yeah. the,
2: pro- yeah, exactly, the classic exactly example
1: of a but professional i don't think there's i'm obviously going to be biased i don't think there's a better place for him to kind of learn from and and because he's only just turned what is he 12 now whatever you know he's 17 or something. that's going to pay that's going to pay off in five to ten years time isn't it
2: there's, there's no better place especially for in terms of the culture when you look at the culture of the club i think we've got that blend perfect i think if you know Again, you know, we don't want to draw too many comparisons to other clubs when we're talking about Liverpool. But if you if you look at some of the structures from an Arsenal perspective and some of their young players, there are a lot of players that are professionals by by all accounts. But their their mentalities are, can be quite hot headed sometimes. And if you're a young person, before you know it, in that environment, it rubs off on you, and all of a sudden, you think it's okay to be hot headed, yeah. and you might not have actually manage within your career to not saying that at any point you can be like there's times there's time and place for everything but as a young person there's not you're not going to be afforded a lot of opportunities if you're just seen as a hothead first and foremost so you've got to be able to find that balance and you even being the hothead using that and getting that out of you extracting that moment onto a pitch I think that's the difference and I think when you're in a club like Liverpool, with the dynamic of the players that we've got now, not only have we got the whale beaters on the pitch, as you've just said, that are setting the example of tactically talent, ability, you know, this is how it's done. You've got the people that have been long-standing professionals that, that can tell you, yeah, not like, I always find this in just life, you know, you could be talking to someone your age and they might see your situation that you're going through and say, but lad, you want to do it this way or you want to do it that way? And you're thinking, but you're the exact same as me going through the same shit. You you can't tell me nothing. But when someone who's a little bit older turns around and tells you, I was there, I done it. This is what happened for me as a result of me doing the same things that you're doing. You might look at them because you can see how their life's been shaped by the actions that they said they've done. And it's the same kind of thing. If James Milner can say, look, this is how you survive. To be 33, still playing at one of the biggest clubs in the world... You've got to do these things off the pitch. Hopefully, if he is as grounded as, you know, the, the reports say, hopefully he takes a little bit of that on board. And from there, he, he is able to start, you know, developing those extra things that are going to give him a thick skin at the end of the day. You yeah. know, to break into a first team like Liverpool's at 17, there is going to be a weight of expectations on your shoulder at some point. And you've got to find a way to cope with mechanisms, developing a thick skin, being a little bit more resilient in times. And I think as you were saying before, I think there's probably not that many clubs especially in England that could give him that culture and give him that support network
1: yeah even more reason to keep James Mall the club what he can do well oh. But he can do stuff like that, isn't it? Um, moving on, Liverpool could be forced into transfer market rethink. Uh, the Premier League rule change imminent. Premier League clubs could be allowed to use five substitutions throughout the entirety of next season and beyond. This is coming from uh, the Liverpool Echo. Um, it's been introduced, obviously, because of COVID 19 and the remainder of this season. Uh, but now it seems that it could be set to stay for at least the whole of next season, if not beyond. Uh, is no thought that the water breaks, which have been brought in halfway through each half, will not continue. Um, your thoughts on that, Errol? I I, I think this is probably possibly when Liverpool uh, we've seen our performances not being at, at their peak. Uh, I don't I'm not making excuses that I think Klopp's kind kind of treating this like a, a pre-season, pre-season You know, he's, yeah. you, know, he's, you know he's got to keep people fit, he's got to keep people hungry, he's got to man- manage people. You know uh, we're all kind of towards this you know points record that we want, but also there's a month between the end of the season and start of next season. You have got to go again you know, across multiple competitions.
0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: i think it hinders us in game and we saw this with the water break against Burnley. of like you know we're built on rhythm we're built on fluidity we're built on confidence you've got to try and we don't have to use five substitutions but Liverpool are one of the teams I think they are in the top three that I've used the most in Manchester United team. Have, one, yeah. I can't, forgive me I can't, I can't remember the other one I think we've used five every game yeah but we, so we might be using it now but doesn't when the season starts it. next season it doesn't necessarily mean it. but it does seem it does seem to benefit I think it was some. I might have been a better Burnley player said that it does benefit uh, I think it was John McGinn actually it benefits the, you know, the big, Liverpool big Man City because yeah, they've got the biggest squads huge squads so yeah. do, you think, do you think it should stay or do you think it should be scrapped?
2: Um. To be honest, you know, I don't think had lockdown would have happened. I don't think anyone would have called for an extra two substitutes substitutions. Um, so for, for that alone, I think we should just revert back to type, because that was the football that we you know we know and love. Um, I think it was needed for this period because of how uncertain things was and it was just another measure, another safeguard almost to make sure that, you know, we could keep players fit and um, you, you could have the opportunity to to have the water break as well. Now you can strip some of them things back if the Prem is going to go back and it's going to be the same package. As far as I'm concerned, you know, for me, what does that say to the lads that are that are working towards being on the subs bench? Because last year, if you was working towards being on the subs bench, you, had to, you knew... Monday to Friday Or Monday to Thursday Whatever it was You had to give it 110% If he was going to make the cut Of Especially in the Liverpool team The only thing we say You guys say all the time On your Instagram Which is the midfield three yeah. <laughs> So if you know full well You've got to work your socks off To just get a chance A sniff To get into that top three I like that mentality Because that's got us somewhere yeah. I don't want to go back To a mentality now Where the, the bulk and you know, the trimmings and the fat around the squad now feel like, well, there's five subs there, so I just have to rock up on any given day and I, I'm entitled to an extra space on the bench. No, no to here. I want the best of the best in all positions and then it's one, two and three as your subs and you bring them on for the situations that you need them. That's the whole point of having seven or nine
1: available to you because you pick the ones you need to come on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do think there'll be some sort of sports science behind this. Like I said before, you have had a pretty... They have three months off this season, but they got into it and then they're going back into another, you know, what could be what is it, the Euros next year as well or whatever else. They decide to go on league, you, you gotta look after your players, but, but but I do take your point. And don't That's knock exactly. don't knock me midfield three question, mate. That that drives no, the debate. No drives twice a week.
2: <laughs> I love it, but it's just the same thing as a player. You you know in your mind that yeah, yeah. there's very limited spaces in that Liverpool squad. And if you wanna if you want to impress, you wanna make sure that you're getting a, a look in for the for that free. I don't want to change in that mentality to think three becomes five and now all of a sudden
1: everyone's a but you've got to take your opportunity as well, because Henderson's injured. Um, so they'll be, they'll be up for grabs again. Uh, final story before we get to your comments. I don't know if anyone's seen this anywhere, but uh, Manchester City uh, got away. This is from Empire of the Cop, probably that's not me saying it, uh, with FFP cheating because their breaches were time-barred legally. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, just if anyone's aware, I have checked on Ben Kelly. He's fine. We're going to do a bit more in-depth on this with the Manchester City final on the Round League podcast, uh, which will be out later on today. Um but just your initial reaction, Errol, I, 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 I give mine. I particularly, I'm, like, I'm not, not particularly surprised. Um, but I, I loads of people saying it's FFP is in the mud now. But I don't think that's necessarily the case because I'm, I'm guessing UEFA and all these other people will be a lot more on top of what's going on going going forward. So the reason that they got off was because it was between 2012 and 2015, which Court of Arbitration of Sport couldn't look back into, basically. And then they got a £10 million fine for um not uh, talking to, to them to said like we're, we're not doing it.
2: So what like so so what's that thing in America when you like you commit a crime and then like sort of, like ten years pass and then you can't go to jail because you've committed that crime ten years ago, do you know what I mean? It's kinda yeah. like that in in a sense. We know you was guilty, but the time in which it was we no longer have any jurisdiction to punish you for your guilt. Yeah. Come on bro like for me personally I'm just a bit like I'm I'm like like you. I'm not surprised they threw they threw the fucking kitchen sink at making sure that he wasn't going to. Do you know what I mean? Like too much was riding on their Champions League continuation, you know, season in season. Now too much that that plan for them is built in and around winning that trophy. So for them to be out of it for two years and then the uncertainties around management, players, coaching staff, transfers. It was just too much. They had to throw the kitchen sink at making sure it was it was going to be ruled out. And um, by the looks of things, they've done it. They've they've reached that you know goal for themselves. Am I asked? No, because one, we were, we're going to be in it next season anyway. And two, as far as I'm concerned, City, you can buy buy everything that you want. You can't buy history. You can't buy culture. You can't buy fans. So as far as I'm concerned, the real will know. Yeah, I mean? Like real footballers will football fans will know that is a load of bullshit. And at the end of the day, money in this world, unfortunately, it's the world we live in. Money talks and it speaks volumes.
1: So do you know what they can buy, Errol? A case of eight beers from B Beer 52, 595, posters and packaging. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You get eight beers, a snack, uh, and a magazine, five ninety-five. That's W 52com 52com forward uh, forward slash red men. Uh i so will put it in the get in the chat again right now. Uh we're we'll gonna get to some of your comments. Uh, Lovren Suleville says I think Lovren has to go now after this he clearly sees other things in another league and I think he wants to find out new things over there but he has to go because he's mistake. he has mistakes in him uh, LS15 says Degs he should go he has been a good servant to the club but he has baggage like David Luiz at Arsenal when fans am your play that's usually a good sign to get rid uh, Jordan Gilbert says I don't know why people are hating on Lovren um, Johnny Walker says there's no FFP go and get Kula Bali it, it, it does drive a bit of divide on Lovren doesn't it Errol because I think yeah I think we like
2: the most. He's mustard, he, mustard. or oh, not mustard? Is it? Yeah. What's uh, what's the Marmite? You're either going to love him or mustard's the same for me. To be fair, but you're either going to love him or you're going to hate him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I don't think love's a strong word as well. But and I think is a strong word. He's he's sitting. He's always going to divide opinions. And I'm fair. I I get it. But given just, where we just, are, I'm happy to just let him go. Past is new. Good luck with you. You you're an ex. You might not get the legend stamp, but you're an ex Liverpool player, and I'll always wish you the best.
1: There you go, then. City um, Fisher on tube says, the five subs rule is terrible for smaller squads, but it forces us to spend big money on two, three players. somewhere. I think great. As he says, no, stick to three. Need to stick to three subs. Think of Man City with five subs with a full-strength side and even more new sidings. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually. Like, if they like, can bring on like, like... Like
2: a squad and a half, innit? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just going at your fucking world beaters, man. It, it could be too much. And I think that would be uh, one of our biggest difficulties of hurdles getting over that to be honest you, because the drop in standard from our 11 to, to 16 it, it is still I'd say it takes us from being champions and top two to top three and top four and I think unless we're going to solidify that with transfers it's best to just go to what we know because what we know just helped us get champions and for the majority of that season it was three subs
1: just just on that final question before we go I've said like last week. I, f- I feel sorry for the likes of Oxley, Chamberlain, Divacarigi, and possibly Dejan Lovren in this sense because they don't they play like one in six games, and when they do come in, obviously the fluidity and rhythm was kind of talking about before. And we will go just just play the same as like, you know the, the, the main lads. eleven lads. That the lads yeah, have been yeah. doing. The five substitution could help them, you know, with, with with game time and stuff like that.
2: It could. Don't get me wrong. I think, but I think that's what the other competitions for. I feel like. Well, not necessarily a criticism of Klopp, but I feel like that's where we need to make our squad bigger again, so we can we can actually do what City did and win a potentially a quadruple, win yeah. all the domestic competitions because we've got players at every level getting enough game time, no matter which the competition is. And I think that's the point that that should be our next aim and objective uh, after the next, you know, couple of seasons. But as I say, just have to wait and see what happens, won't we?
1: Yeah, uh, we'll leave it there, Gerald. Thank you very much. Don't forget to go and check yeah, out yes. the rest of the RedmanTV.com. We're going to do the the League podcast, as I mentioned before. I've uh, got a Man City fan who's going to talk through um, the results from today with, with Ben Kelly as well. So we're good to see how he, how he's going to get on. Um, and we'll be back on Wednesday with some more news. We'll see you then. tomorrow.